Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I'm your host, Linda Andrews, and you've tuned in to the right place to up-level in your life and business. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Lila Life Show. I am your host, Linda Andrews, and happy to be with you today on the Lila Life Show. If you tuned into the past few episodes, we had a nice little series on the Lila way, and that's outlining heal, be, and create, and using these methodologies in your own life. And today I want to round out that conversation with a conversation about self-trust. In the wellness space, in the personal development space, and by the way, I'm a coach, so I love to help people work through their own process, um, but in a way that's empowering someone to be as attuned to themselves as possible, connected to their intuition, self-reliant, and understanding what they need uh, and, and training those muscles. And so in the world that we live in, there can be a lot of things happening that take you out of those things. Uh, I've been pretty inactive on social the past couple weeks, maybe even months, exactly for this reason. I felt like I needed a breather. I need some space and I needed to really be tapped in, tuned into myself in that self-trust and navigate the world that way without maybe other influence that could be affecting how I'm seeing and doing things. So I want to start, this is psychology today's definition of self-trust. Uh, the, the definition is a firm reliance on the integrity of yourself. There's a difference between a life that is grounded in self-trust versus one that is not. Uh, and then they talk about looking at the differences and, and how people that are in self-trust, they have confidence, they are interdependent, which is a healthy dependency. They work with other people, they have the help of other people, but it's not that codependency or hyper-independent, hyper right? Pushing people away. Um, and so this is, this is really key. They are good observers and they have cultivated the ability to learn from their experiences, both the successes and the failures. So in the world today, there can be such an intense hypervigilance that it can prevent people from taking that step of action because of fear of the mistake. And, and then that's a loop, right? And, and it's kind of like this, uh, what we call this, this uh, par paralyzed, like just co completely paralyzed, frozen and not taking that action. This topic has been really resonant the past couple of weeks and just really coming through because what I'm seeing in the commitment to self-trust is an opportunity to melt the resistance of yourself with another be in integrity with yourself. And then it's a very clear, what's the other person's. And so there's a couple different ways to look at this, but I want to lay some foundation and guide guidelines here or lay, lay the foundation. We're not doing guidelines. Um, and, and like a way to let this hit home deeper. When you have self-trust it's trusting that you are going to be able to like make it. And we can even use a, a general broad, like life, make it. 
self-trust is not that the other person involved in whatever this situation is, if there is another person that they're going to be perfect or that they're going to live up to whatever you need. But the self-trust is that you have the ability to own your part, your side of the street. Uh, one of my managers used to say, keep your side of the street clean. And so we can't control, right? Know what you can control, control your controllables. We can't control anyone. <laughs> And probably not even as much ourselves as we think, right? Because there's so much subconscious programming going on. But I, I would then counter that to say we, we can, but it takes uh, observing, awareness, commitment, and new choices. But with this self-trust piece where you are owning your piece, owning your ability to learn, to evolve from that experience, to step into, if it's leadership, into integrity for you and your role. And then in that is the trust that you can respond appropriately to whatever's going on if there's another person involved, right? When you're not in self-trust, there's like the sweet spot of projection that can be happening where you're not in self-trust with yourself and then you're projecting that into the situation and throwing off those like insecure vibes. And then the other person could be reading, feeling that energy and then showing up from that space. So this is why this is so critical because when you are in 100% or as close to 100% of self-trust you can be, then you know what's yours and you can clearly see what someone else is. And this is not to say you're wrong, like to the other person or like you fucked up or whatever. It's just to notice like what's yours and what's someone else's. So for example, I was in an experience a couple of days ago where we, I was having some scheduling for an event and I was like doing a confirmation, being really clear, trusting myself. What became evident was in this example, like a little bit of chaotic, like not as clear scheduling on the other side, but it was like very clear. I felt myself really grounded in, in that trust. So I'm sharing this teaching opportunity around self-trust from a space of really feeling and being in this embodiment of the self-trust. And what I'm noticing as I'm doing this is that time is like completely slowing down. <laughs> And the presence is, is more and more available than I've ever felt before. What are some things that can undermine self-trust? The past, <laughs> the inner critic, the voice, and the future. So what can undermine self-trust? Trauma and drama from the past, anxiety in the present, and future. So when we think about how does this relate to heal, be, create, heal, we're usually cleaning up the past, be, we're coming into as present as we can in the present, and create, it's from this moment on what you're creating, what you're uh, bringing into the world. And so you can see why this heal, be, create is so important with this overlay of self-trust in each piece of it. Self-trust is not perfection. Self-trust is, is the relationship of, I got this, I can do this. 
it's, it's that faith with yourself. If you have a belief system that's with God, spirit, universe, this can be that. And that piece is so powerful because again, it's not like on the other people, on the world. It's like you and that divine relationship, you got this. I got this. So I think to round this conversation out is to really consider where am I in or not in self-trust? What can I do to feel more rooted and grounded in self-trust? With anything here, we start with noticing, observing. This is without judgment. And this is a powerful question. What could self-trust feel like? And that, that question is so powerful. That question could go on for every single thing, right? What could, what could self-trust look like in my marriage, in my relationship? What could self-trust look like in my business or my job? What could self-trust look like in my relationship to movement and food? So I empower you to simmer with this. And as we are in the holiday season, to whatever extent that you may be celebrating, honoring your boundaries your sacred self in all of this and what you need. I don't think there's ever a bad time to do that check-in. And so is that leaving at a certain time? Is that not drinking past whatever? Is that uh, giving yourself a rest day? Is that taking some extra time off of work? That relationship, the intimacy, into me I see, what do I need? And noticing how you're able to show up in relationship with others because you're nourishing yourself at a deeper level, both nourishing yourself at a deeper level and then showing up in those relationships with others at a deeper level. So I feel really, really complete in this, uh, minus the last piece, resistance. Noticing what's yours and what someone else's. And if you have check self-trust in and on, there may still be part of that feedback loop of things that you could do better and tighten up, but just noticing, is this mine or is this theirs? And the holidays can be a very interesting time where you may get drug into things that aren't yours. Doesn't mean you can't be loving and supportive, but you're honoring yourself, what you need and showing up from that space. So many blessings. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Share, like, subscribe, all the things. As a reminder, we have the Lila Life Collection still at that $11.11 through the end of the year, a month, or the eleven or $111 lifetime. And you'll want to get in on either of those before the rates increase. We have regular teachings coming from me in the new year. You have the whole life expanded program, and you're going to have our partner discounts living inside the collective and anything that we're putting in there that is partner discount. It's because I use or have used, and I, in my independent research, chose that for whatever reason. So we'll be sharing whatever that is uh, as pertinent. It's not to be sales pitching you, but it's to make things easy if you do need that. It's like, I made this up in college, citizumer. It's a citizen that's a consumer. It's kind of like a conscious consumer, conscious consumer. I'm just going on here. So um, 
check out the Lila Life Collective. Would love to have you in there and uh, much love as you're navigating the holidays and as we welcome the new year. Very powerful new year. We're going to have an episode coming up about um, vision setting, calling in your desires, back planning, setting that year up for yourself and the successes you desire to take your life, your business to the next level. Much love. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Leela Life Show. Be sure to share, like, and comment. Tune in next week. And if you're not already a member of the Leela Life Collective, you'll want to be. So take a look in the show notes and be sure you sign up today. Have a beautiful day.